Welcome everybody to the Dark Thoughts Podcast. I am your handler, Chris, for this season. Uh, we are the Chaos Engine. You'll hear me in a little bit say that we didn't have a podcast name figured out yet, um, but we decided on the Chaos Engine, and we're going to call our Delta Green series Dark Thoughts, so that's where that's kind of coming from. Um, in a little bit, you're going to hear us do our Session Zero, where we create our characters, and you'll get to see kind of the core concepts that the players are going to have, as well as meet the cast and everybody, and then um, you'll see how they, they change a little bit going into what we actually record and do the first session. I will say that the first three sessions here, so Session Zero, Episodes 1 and 2, are going to be slightly less audio quality. After we did the second one, we decided to upgrade our equipment. We probably should have waited to do that and just started after we bought new equipment. But hey, we're impulsive. What are you going to do? We did it, and that's where we're at. So I hope you guys enjoy this. Um, stick around listen to Episode 1 along with this bad boy. And uh, yeah, have fun. Welcome to our session zero of uh, this here Delta Green podcast we're going to do. Um, at the time of this recording, we don't have a name yet, but uh, I might, at, when we figure out a name, I'll put a little precursor at the beginning and all that fun jazz. So, yeah, I guess let's go around the table right now and kind of introduce ourselves and who we are, and then we're going to get into making characters. So uh, I guess I'll go first because I'm talking right now. My name's Chris. I will be the handler for this this uh, campaign podcast all that kind of jazz um and we'll go to the next person let's go to my left which you uh, wouldn't know well spoiler alert i'm on the left uh this is tyler my name is tyler and i'll be playing a delta green agent who uh i guess we'll make in a little bit here see how dopey is hi uh hi guys my name's uh my name's misha i am very short i'm just gonna <laughs> let everyone know that now i'm sitting to the left of tyler spoiler alert Podcasts are uh, a visual medium. Yeah. <laughs> and, You're of the mind. <laughs> and uh, yeah, we're I'm excited about uh, getting this Delta Green character biz. Uh, I'm also to the left now. Uh, we're, we're about 180 degrees from the start of the table. My Just about, yeah. <laughs> my name is Cody. Uh, I'm really bad at improv, and I'll be the primary source of cringe for this podcast. <laughs> so if you are into that, stay tuned. Another lefty here, <laughs> three quarters of the way. My name is Jake, or Jacob, and I'm shorter than Misha. <laughs> <laughs> I think Nobody I'm the... can ever prove otherwise. Yeah. Am I legitimately the only left-handed person here? You are. So. No, I'm not a freak. Yeah, I am a freak. Um, Everyone wants to be left-handed. I can drive a stick Dude, shift. I can't. No. I've done it once in a parking lot. Oh, my gosh. I like. I succeeded. I'm like, I made it down an, an aisle. I'm done. <laughs> I learned. <laughs> Yeah, I, I learned on a stick shift, and then I was like, nope, never want to do this. Yeah, that shit sucked. So I guess the reason that we're doing this here podcast is uh, I like all these folks, and we wanted to record us playing because I, I think we all have a pretty good dynamic. And um, now we all, us four, have him on record saying he likes us. I do. I will be the first to admit you guys are, uh, when I first approached everybody here to play a game together, it's like, I'm going to take all my favorite people I like to play with, and I'm just going to make a game of them and hope they like each other. <laughs> and so far, y'all have liked each other, so uh, mm -hmm. success. It's been tight so far. So, um, to you at home, we have a, uh, a home game of Pathfinder 2nd Edition that we play, so at one point, we will be done with that, and then we'll see what happens. But uh, right now, we're hopping into the world of Delta Green. Um, if you're listening to this for the first time, you don't know what Delta Green is, I will probably be releasing a little bit of a kind of rules explanation at the end of this so just kind of stick to the end we'll go over the basics there what you're rolling and all that kind of stuff i promise i'll try to do my best to make sense of all of this chaos you're about to enter into so with that we're going to jump into character creation and the first step of character creation is we're going to determine some statistics delta green has some statistics here we got our uh, mm -hmm. standard strength dexterity con intelligence and then this is where it gets a little bit tricky we have power. Get that wisdom shit out of here. <laughs> and lastly, we're going to round it out with charisma. So it's basically like D&D, &D, but uh, with one thing substituted out. Yeah, not to be confused with Carpenter. Carpenter, yes. <laughs> Carpenter, primary stat, Carpenter. <laughs> Is Jesus playing? Um, so we got to figure out, how do you guys want to get, get stance? Do you want to roll? Do you want to pick an array? Do you want to sign some stuff? What, what are you guys thinking here? Tyler is... I, I'm feeling rolling. Yeah. I'm feeling lucky. All right. All right. So... Uh, 
the way we're going to do this, and you're going to roll 4d6 for each of those stats, and you're going to drop the lowest dice. So what that means is uh, if you roll like a 4, 5, 6, 1, you drop that 1, and you add the rest of the other three numbers together, that's your stat. I get my, so six total stats, right? So we're just going to get my six yeah. numbers out of the way. Would you be cool with us doing an array if he's rolling, or would you like us all to roll? Uh, I mean, if you want to pick an array, go for it. I don't know if you all wanted to do a specific way or not, so... Um, Ray, obviously, if you do a roll, you get a wider, wider variety of stats, so mm-hmm. you could be very swingy. Array gives you a much more defined characteristic. Right. So I'm not, I, I don't really give sure. a shit. So if you guys want to roll, roll. If you want to pick, pick. Okay. So. I hope the dice gods love me. Oh, that's good. See, so I got three fives and a two. Drop the two. Yep. Fifteen. There you go. Uh, are anybody else going to roll, or do you guys want to? I, 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 I like the way Tyler's doing. I'm going to Okay, go for it. Yeah. So let me know when you've got your six rolled. And if you want to roll them and then assign them to whatever stat you want later, oh, I'm cool with that. Doing, 100%. Yeah. I don't want this to be like a OSR thing where it's like what you roll for the first number is strength. And what you roll oh, next yeah, is for dexterity. Right. Roll, assign it to where you want. I'm fine <laughs> with that. Cody, are you... I'm, I'm going to take the Mario of approaches. And I, and I just want I just want to know what my stats are now. Okay, so I'm going to go with the array. Okay. I'm trying to figure out where the arrays are at. Uh, page 19, I think 19? they said. Um, and I'm gonna go it with says the... either right there on the top of the next page where they are. Yeah, so it's page 19. Yeah. Oh, yes, yeah, so if you'd like to pick the stat array. So yeah. let's go, while they're rolling, let's go to page 19, and let's see what those stat arrays are. Um, so if you are have the book and you want to take a look, there is uh, three kind of sets of statistics that you can pick. There is the well-rounded. So you have one stat at 13, another stat at 13, two stats at 12, two stats at 11. You can have a focused uh, kind of character statistics where you have one stat at 15, one stat at 14, one stat at 12, one stat at 11, and two at 10. And then there's highly focused uh, where it's one stat at 17, two, uh, another stat at 14, another stat at 12, and then two stats at 10, one stat at 9. So you kind of make sense in this sense of Either going to be well-rounded, you'll be good at everything. Hyper-focus is like, I'm really good at shooting motherfuckers. And you're going to put that 17 into whatever's going to be helping you best at shooting motherfuckers. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm um, going to go highly focused, all in okay. int, all cool. in int, all uh-huh. day. All right. Yeah, so, I think I'm just going to go regular focused. Okay, cool. Um, yeah, so once you guys know that, uh, go ahead and assign them to your stats again. So that's strength, constitution, dexterity, intelligence, power, and charisma. Um, strength is kind of... Physical power size and how muscular you are. Constitution is health and physical. Uh, dexterity is obviously your agility. Uh, basic, uh, if you played an RPG before, kind of thing. So uh, the nice thing about page 19 is they actually give you a, st- a sample of what each thing you would do. So, for instance, if you want to figure out, like, well, what am I going to use strength in this game for? Uh, to drag a witness to safety, break down a locked door, and hold a struggling victim down. So that's what you'd want strength for. So, um, gotcha. Yeah. All right, I think I've got my uh, stats distributed here. Okay, cool. I want a little more, a little more beefy. Kind of works out with the idea I had. So I got start off here. Gonna have fifteen strength. Okay. Fourteen constitution. Okay. Twelve dex. Not bad. Nine intelligence. Pretty crappy. Yeah, it's real bad. Uh, Thirteen power. Oh. And then ten charisma. So a little beefy, but uh, not not really charming and not too smart. <laughs> Just like real life. I know, right? I'm the, I'm the beefcake of the group. <laughs> no one will be able Not to at all. <laughs> uh, okay, so now to get your... Um, are we jumping ahead where we do the... Derived the, attributes? Uh, you... I'm thinking... So we got so whatever you get those abilities, you're going to basically take that um, and times it by five, and that's going to be your percentile score in it. So there should be like a... I don't know. I don't have the character sheet in front of me, but there should be... A, yeah, there's a score and then a times five box yes. right next yeah. to it. Yeah, so that would be yeah. basically whenever you're going to have to roll just a straight like strength check, it would be your strength times five. So that's what the percentile there would be. Um, so once you do that, and then we will figure out your health points and all that fun jazz. Yeah. Distinguished features. I got 17 in int, so I guess that makes me brilliant. Yeah, so that's the cool thing about uh, I like about Delta Green is the more like points you have into um, ability scores or your skills, it kind of focuses your character's level of training in it. So like if you're, if your skill is like a 60% in something, that means you've gone to school for it. So like you need to work that into your background. Like if you're really high in mathematics, that means you majored in some sort of mathematics or something like that. I think that's a really cool way to handle things. So 
awesome. However, yeah, I guess I'm just averaging everything else. Cool. That works. You know, happens to the best of us. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm going to average in, in half my okay. stats and a little up in uh, the other half. Okay. Uh, so next up, we're going to get our, our HP points. With their, oh, I guess is everybody done getting that point? Everybody there? Mm-hmm. I think I am. Okay. Yeah, wrapping I up did right o- now. Cool. Did okay. We'll give it a couple more seconds. <laughs> Times five here. Oh yeah, math. <laughs> yeah, it's gonna be part of this game. And then for distinguishing features, it's anything over ten, anything over twelve. Uh, in the if we're going by what's in the the book on page nineteen, if anybody's reading along with it, mm-hmm. on the bottom there's just sample distinguishing features, and they kind of recommend like if you're above thirteen or below eight, that is something that is like particularly noteworthy about yeah. you. Cool. So, for instance, if you had a, a 13 to 16 in intelligence, you might be perceptive or something like that. So, I put, I put that I'm beefy for strength. <laughs> I'm glad. Um, her character is not that strong, but she can hurt you with her mind. That's, that's what matters. You will break their minds. All right. So, next up, you're going to we're going to get everybody's health points here. So, you're going to take your strength score and your constitution score. You're going to add those bad boys together, and then you're going to divide that number by two. Which way do I round? Up. Hey. I'm sorry, it was the con score and the... Strength score. Strength score, okay. For hit points? Yep. The, uh, oh, strength, not the it's times worst stats. It's, it's that low? Yep. Hey. So what's your strength? <laughs> it was 11, okay. but I might change it now because it would give me 12 hit points total. That's yeah, what I, I have, yeah. actually. <laughs> yeah. That's a, that's I, I that's not bad. Pretty normal. Yeah. <laughs> you could definitely have higher though. Yeah. The, I mean, your highest what your highest HP could be like maybe essentially like sixteen. Yeah. Something. This is a very uh, lethal right. game. We'll go yeah. over. But Cody, how many hit points do you have in real life? Would you say? Oh man, I have at least twenty four. I think. <laughs> wow. I'm, what, what, what game system are we playing? <laughs> <laughs> you know, just the game of life. How many wounds uh, can I take before? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so I'm right. just 10 and 14, so mine's, my HP is 12. Ah, so yours okay. is going to be so so 13 is 21 divided by 2. Okay. Uh, round it up. It's round on, it on okay. page 16. So oh, thanks. 11 health. 11. Yeah. Okay, so 12, 12, 11. Tyler, what's what's Beefy Boy got? Uh, Beefy Boy's got 15. <laughs> nice. Wow, wow, wow. There we go. Going to live forever. <laughs> Not even. God, yep. so. uh, next, we're going to figure out your willpower, which is equals to your power score, or your power uh, it's pretty simple. Yep. So whatever your power is. Pow, pow. Cuckoo. Um, and then your sanity is going to be your power times five. Nice. Hell yeah. Nothing's going to break me. So that's good. You have no idea how high I can fly. <laughs> um, <laughs> and then lastly, we're going to do your breaking point, which is your sanity minus your power score. So whenever you hit a breaking point in this game with your sanity, you develop some fun things and we'll go over that when it happens um but for the most part yeah that, that's kind of the statistics so um i will need all these numbers from everybody at one point but we'll do it after um so next up after you've gotten all of that everybody everybody got everything they need there i think i, I guess did. there was one thing i if, that i was a little what you curious got? of is that I remember in the book it said uh, current sanity or like current sanity was like maybe what it should be but then the maximum is like 99 i saw on someone's character sheet is it is the maximum supposed to be 99 or is that no you can get higher you can get like 90 sanity and whatnot but okay so um, should i be writing this your maximum amount is whatever your power times five is okay gotcha. yeah okay cool so obviously you haven't lost any sanity yet so unless you're gonna we'll get into that later if we're gonna take any of the um like existing agent stuff which Hell we'll yes. get to. So, next up, uh, y'all need to figure out what your profession and your skill is gonna be, um, and that's gonna kind of dictate how many bonds you have. Um, which in this game, Delta Green deals with kind of. There'll be home scenes where players have these different bonds in their life, which keep them grounded in reality. And the game is mainly about those bonds being frayed and tested. Um, in fact, like at points. Instead of taking sanity damage, you can project it onto your bonds and damage those bonds with other people, and then you have to ram the ramifications of that later on. So, yeah, let's uh, let's kind of go through some of the professions. There's um, you can be an anthropologist or a historian, a computer scientist or engineer, 
a federal agent, a physician, scientist, special operative. There's also a criminal, firefighter, foreign service officer, intelligence analyst, uh, and there's a lot more in the book. Uh, but basically, think of this as, I guess, if we're going to go in like a kind of RPG sense, this is um, like your class in a way. Um it gives you your recommended like what point what you should put your skills into. So, for instance, let's just go off the first one, the anthropologist historian. Uh, it's recommended that you put all your points or your highest score into int, and then you begin with a set of skills that are at a, a base percent because of that. Um, so, like they get anthropology or archaeology at fifty percent, bureaucracy at forty percent, uh, which typically in the other game they probably start at zero or ten percent. Um, so that's kind of how the game works. And then they have four bonds lastly. So they would pick, they would create four bonds for their character, whether that would be, um, a family member of their, their family themselves, that kind of thing. Uh, ex-wife, that's where you start to kind of flesh out who your character is, what, what's important to them. Who do they have? Um, like who do they rely on in their life kind of thing? I think I'm definitely going to go special operative. Okay, cool. Um, I'm looking through the professions at the end of the book that actually breaks down like the uh, specific federal agency jobs. Mm -hmm. But, uh, I mean, a lot of those are really intense. I think I'm just going to start with the special agent basis. Cool. All right. I like it. So, um, yeah. Or special operative. So. um, Who needs bonds? God, yeah. Yeah, Right. (laughs) (laughs) The only thing I need is my gun. (laughs) So once you guys figure out what those are, go ahead and just uh, put in the percentages on the character sheet. You'll see there is um, some check marks, and then there is the different skills in the space to the right of those. That's where you're going to put your percentage in. Um, The check marks are going to be for if you fail a skill check during the game, you check it, and at the end of the game, you will erase the check mark, and the skill goes up by 1%. So oh. that's how you kind of get. So anytime you fail, I I need to verify if it's just any skill or if it's a skill that you're trained in. It goes up. I think it's I, any skill. I think it's any skill. Yeah. So although I think that's also one of those rules that they've uh, uh, altered between editions. Like yeah. some, sometimes it was like one d four. Sometimes it's one d four plus one. Yeah, we're doing it with just one. I think that seems much more realistic. So um, just for everybody's sake as well, you cannot have a skill that's higher than eighty percent starting. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, yeah, that's, uh, each bond begins with a score equal to your uh, charisma stats. Just remember that. Totally. So. Oh, okay. Because if your charisma character ain't charismatic, people don't mm. like them. Smelly. <laughs> what if one of my bonds is a nascent AI that I'm creating? And, and, and the, and the AI, you know, my passion, pro, my, my passion for this project is my bond. Is that, does it, does it have to be a human? No, thing? I think that would work. Uh, cause <laughs> you could do something along the lines of like, if you don't like keep working on the AI, then it's, you know, it's not going to, yeah, it could turn and it's AI, it's a computer. Yeah, it might turn on you. It, it knows. Yeah. Exactly. And then you're the mission. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Right. Yeah. I'm totally fine with that. Very cool. I think that's cool. We will, we will figure out a way to make it work. <laughs> yeah. So. I'm having trouble with. Um, do we need to figure out our bonds right now? I'm swimming in bonds. No, I just, uh, by the time we start, I'd like to, like, if you can have one maybe thought up or whatnot. Oh, yeah. yeah I think I, that's fine. I have, like, uh, three out of four. Cool. Yeah. I'd like to get a good glimpse of everybody's characters before we leave here, just so we know. Uh, and then we'll cool. do. Uh, kind of my, my plan here is, for the rest of this, is we'll go through character creation. I'd like everybody to kind of introduce their character We'll talk about the start um, and whatnot, and then we'll I'll give a little brief introduction to what's going to be coming, and then we will uh, yeah we'll call it good. We'll go home. Well, I won't because I'm already home. But yeah, I <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, probably should preface this. We're recording in my basement, and so you might randomly hear small children screaming and running around upstairs because my children have uh, small levels of hellion in them. So uh, I think it's about bedtime right now, so that might not happen, but future recordings might have that, and I apologize. So that's part of life. Might add to the ambiance in yeah, an right. intense situation. Yeah. What was that? <laughs> yeah, so let me know when everybody's got their everything figured out there and we'll kind of do the last couple details this is probably the most intensive part right now so can a cat be a bond yeah totally nice are we doing our gotta feed that motherfucker (laughs) gotta give him attention oh no are we doing our bonus features right now are you about to do we'll get there yeah 
Uh, does, is anyone okay? I, I don't know. This is kind of I don't know. I'm not, like I, I think it's just I want to know if anyone else is going to be good at like locks locksmithing. I was thinking about taking some sort of like black bag operations, but I'm probably not. Okay, okay, okay. How about you? Um, I don't think I'll be. You say lock picking? Lock. I guess it's called locksmithing, but I. Yeah. I definitely won't. I will. That I'm. I'm leaning towards no. Okay. And our uh, forensic pathologist. Mm-hmm. Uh, lock picking. I I don't see it. It's in a. It's a. Yeah. That's. It's called a uh, craft. Oh, a craft. It's in the craft category. You can oh. have multiple crafts. Yeah. And multiple I, sciences. I think I'm gonna lean more towards. Uh, if I'm into that situation, I just kick the door. Yeah, yeah. There you go. I'll give everybody athletics. the rundown on stats while they're going through here. The skills, I okay. should say. Excuse me. Uh, there's accounting, alertness, anthropology, archaeology, art, artillery, athletics, bureaucracy, uh, computer science, craft, criminology, demolition, disguise, dodge, drive, firearms, first aid, forensics, heavy machinery, heavy weapons, history, human, which stands for human intelligence. Uh, law, medicine, melee weapons, military silent, science, not silence, <laughs> navigate, occult, persuade, pharmacy, pilot, psychotherapy, ride, science, search, signet, which is, I think, uh, like sig Compu sig intelligence. Yeah, something? it's like uh, signal intelligence. There's stealth, surgery, survival, swim, unarmed combat, unnatural, and then foreign languages slash other skills. So... Uh, and I think they even added like another skill recently. I think that's like the computer science, computer, isn't there something like that? I thought there was. I believe so. Um, so that's all the skills that you put your that you're putting your points into. Um, Heck yeah. So. Okay, and, uh, it, there's the bonus skills that I can choose with my class, uh, and that are like optional, and then there is the eight. Well, there, with your right? with your profession, you have to choose everything in there, but then you get an additional eight. Yeah, selectors. so when you choose a profession, you get everything listed there, and then there should be a point at the bottom that says choose between these ones as well. Perfect. On top of that, your agent gets to basically get uh, bonus skill points. You pick eight skills and increase them each by 20% or 20 points, up. except for unnatural. Can't do unnatural. Up to 80, is it? Uh, up to 80%, yes. Uh, or you can pick a bonus skill package to save time between those bonus skills. So if you want to go right for now, like yeah. a specific build, they would have the bonus packages for that. All right. Um, so I'm going to be an engineer, and I, I've got a ton of science and a ton of craft. I'm innately good with I'm an electrician, craft electrician, uh, mechanic, and microelectronics, uh, micro and locksmithing. And then on science, I'm good at math, physics, and engineering. Nice. So I'm going to be all up nice. in that tech biz. I like it. I like it a lot. I went down the intelligence analyst route. Okay. Um, so, yeah, my character's just going to be uh, kind of well-rounded, fresh out of college, uses her wits to try to get out of situations kind of kind of deal. I guess. I suck at this part of the game. <laughs> well, you gotta think where they went to college, I mean, where they graduate from. Yeah. Yeah, I gotta steps. think of like yeah that backstory because after college she went like right into training for the FBI. Yeah, so I mean yeah with higher, those higher skill points, I I would like you all if you have those higher points to flesh out why they have them. I think that just adds a little cool level to the game where sure yeah. So did you graduate you know like high honors in your class? Did you barely scoot by? Just kind of think of that when you're finishing out the background for these characters. Sure. Um, I decided to go with the. <laughs> With a retired U.S. Marshal. Nice. Who now is just like a keynote speaker, basically. Oh, doing TED Talks? <laughs> I was going to yeah, say TED Talks. Yeah. TED Talks for other uh, law enforcement Is agencies. it like security analyst kind of stuff where he like goes in there and like, well, here's where you're, you know, like you need to have that door locked, that door, and he's like, gives him that kind of spiel, or does he just go in there and like, what like what kind of talks is he giving? So he actually, he used to be a, an interrogator. Okay. Or like an interview specialist. Um, and <laughs> is that what they call it? <laughs> I mean, maybe that's what he calls it. <laughs> and he he uh, created his own method. Oh, of, gotcha. Of sort of getting to the getting to the to the bad people. And now he travels the country, maybe teaching even it? North America, teaching it. Nice, that's awesome. Yeah, and awesome. it's also his cover for his his family, right. his wife Marie. You know, she can't know about that. Oh, yeah. Wow. yeah. I love it. That's awesome. I love Marie. <laughs> he does. <laughs> Calls her every night. Yep. <laughs> no, she doesn't answer. <laughs> Whoa, hey man, you can watch that. 
<laughs> sorry, sorry. I don't want to make up your background. Yeah. <laughs> Fight words. Already playing my character, I see. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> Oh my gosh, I'm going to take heavy machinery. I hope that comes in play at some point. That sounds cool. Oh, definitely. I think uh, that's like... What page is that? It's like driving... Yeah, that's like using trucks. tractors yeah. and yeah, bulldozers tractors and, and stuff. Well, on here. So I decided to take, for the most part, a, a background package. Okay. I changed a couple things, but I picked... I don't think the... that's how background packages work, but okay. Well, you can just use it as inspiration. <laughs> I, well, I liked Combat Veteran. Okay. But some of the things on there I didn't quite like. Gotcha. So... Uh, mostly went with that, but like I, I did instead of putting even more points into unarmed combat, I like put the twenty into human. Okay. Um, and then there was another one that I can't find again, but I put that into uh, drive instead. So gotcha. for the most part, use combat veteran. Yeah, I probably we should also uh, preface the show or prefix or whatever. We don't know shit about guns. Yes. Oh, yeah. um, so we are not going to have um solid knowledge on guns i will look up like standard issue guns for certain uh agencies and whatnot but at the end of the day um like i don't know about guns i know like counter-strike guns and that's about the extent of my guns so good enough well spin team if you're looking to hate watch people <laughs> about who are really bad at guns this is perfect perfect yeah <laughs> i will be very very bad and uh yeah yeah, if you just want a bunch of fucking clowns to make fun of because yeah. we don't you know anything right about place. weapons, Holy you came to the right place. No. Nine millimeters don't shoot nine millimeters. <laughs> shoot farther than that. I don't know why this is funny. <laughs> I have shot guns before. I will I will I measure Yeah, I've shot a gun before. Yeah. I've shot many of guns. I just don't yeah. know about said gun edge. Many of guns have been shot in my yeah. hand. Yes. But Gunnage, <laughs> yeah. I do not know. Yeah, no, yeah. no. Do they have bullets that are measured in inches instead of millimeters? Uh, is probably. that what the millimeter part of the gun is? Nine is millimeters. Is I think how, nine millimeters. How big, how big bullet the bullet is? The size of the bullet. Yeah. Oh, learn something yeah. new every day. <laughs> oh my god. Oh. That's okay. From what I understand, that's they so don't funny. clog as much as other pistols, so that's why they're oh, good. Thank yes. God. And they have a, they have a good array, I believe. When you shoot, they have a pretty solid array. I Ed. fucking hate it when my gun clogs. Yeah. AK forty sevens, man. There's so many edge lords swarming. I, I was at work and my boss, he, it was, you know, ex-military and he, I was talking about the nozzle of a gun and he made fun of me immediately. It's like, it's not called a nozzle. I forget what it is called. Barrel? It's a barrel, right? I think it's right. barrel. Yeah. yeah, he laughed very the, hard. The part the bullet comes out of? <laughs> yes. Yeah, that's a barrel. <laughs> I mean, a nozzle. Yeah. Yeah. I remember, uh, a nozzle, actually. Uh, my buddy, he lives out in the woods and so he has bears that come around his property and like coyotes and whatnot. So he bought a gun for... Fighting, like killing them off, so they don't attack his chickens, or like fighting them off. Fighting them off with the gun, he does it like like it's a bayonet, just like hitting them with the ends. Round one. Uh, yeah. But no, so he bought a gun to like protect his chickens, and he bought uh, a famos, which what? I know from Counter Strike is like it's it's the assault rifle with the big handle on top. Yeah, <laughs> I'm just like, exactly. yes, yeah, bought a famos. He's like, yeah, man. I'm like. You didn't play Counter Strike. How did you know about a FAMAS? Like, I thought that was a made up gun. I didn't know that was real. <laughs> yeah, none of us know shit about uh, guns, but we all know Counter Strike. Yeah, so yeah. I know what a FAMAS yeah. is. Yeah. Yep. If I'm going to buy a gun, it's going to be a Deagle for sure. Yeah. yeah. Very yeah. practical, I'm yeah. sure. 50 cal. Yeah, got the Deagle. Yep. I just know that you run faster with a knife, and that's all True. I had in Counter Strike. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. You bunny hop everywhere you go. Mm. <laughs> Hit walls. Yeah. When Cody and I first you started switch guns, dating, you reload faster. Yeah, right. Yes. When Cody and I first started dating, like two decades ago, uh, he wanted to show me Counter Strike, but like he was just like way too good. He like shoot me through a wall, and I was like, I did not understand why I was so bad at this game. So I was getting so frustrated, but uh, he would just like shoot me in the head every single time yeah. within twenty seconds. Yep. Yeah, I should have had some mercy, but that was, I was eighteen. Yeah. That's what it was like playing Goldeneye as a little kid oh, at daycare. Yep. No, one of the fifth graders just like fucking annihilating me. I remember. Uh, my favorite Counter-Strike moment was I was playing with some friends and we were scrimming. Um, back in the back in the day, MTV used to have like MTV I'm a blah, blah, blah. It was like a reality TV show. And there was one that was like, real, uh, like I'm a pro gamer. And there's oh, an all... Oh, true Life. Yeah, True yeah, Life. I Thank remember you. that, yeah. There was an all-female uh, Counter-Strike yep. team and yep. we scrimmed them and I team wiped them. And I was just like, I don't know what I'm doing. Jeez. And I just like sat on top of a, like, I think it was Nuke 2. And I just sat on top of a shed and they all walked out and I just did this stupid spray, like headshot three of them and then finished one of them off. I'm just like, 
I can't play anymore. I just peaked. I'm not. I, <laughs> nothing I do from this point forward is going to be. Good. Holy crap! That's Dude, awesome. I this is going to sound like a lie, but I met the girl from True Life. I have, um, I have Tourette's okay. at the Tacoma Mall. Nice. Yeah, she was just there, like walking around. Yeah. Holy crap! Yeah, that's awesome. yeah. That was that was just. I will never forget that moment. <laughs> yeah. Bong Ripper four twenty four twenty blaze it. <laughs> Uh, got my last skills here. All right. Yeah, I. I, th- I think I've got everything except for when we do the uh, the little extra bit yeah, okay. for when they are the damage veteran. Everybody ready to give their character their name, age, and nationality? Oh boy, I, I don't have a name so. yet. Okay, now, you don't have to have a name now. You just need to have a name by the time we play. Done. I can cool. Do that. As long as you can put that down. So, um, go. I'm close enough. I'm probably gonna have to. Yeah, yeah, I mean, revamp it yeah, somehow. But... Totally. Well, this is just us kind of getting everything the basics yeah. down. So, um, okay. Um, next up, um, you're going to come up with five motivations that are not bonds for your character. Um, so, just kind of think of well, that. Up, up to five. Up right? to five, yes. Yeah. So, fuck bitches, get money. <laughs> um, Disregard bitches, acquire currency. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, I don't know what other motivations people have. Not dying, live forever. Survival. Survival. <clears throat> spite. Spite. Yeah, revenge is. I may, a good I may write yeah. down spite. <laughs> Become the world's best uh, violinist. Oh. I don't know. I don't know what your character's doing in their pastime. That might be. There you go. Yeah. Find my parents' murderer. You know, mm-hmm. just throwing little things out there. Who knows? My parents are not murderers. I should fully yeah. disclose that. That seems like a good character. <laughs> Well, you don't really know your parents are your parents. Uh, lastly, um, I don't think you guys are going to have any mental disorders or anything as we go, so we don't have to worry about that. <laughs> I do. Uh, you uh, will yeah. eventually. Well, yes, you can if you'd like to have one, but uh, <laughs> you guys will kind of, that's kind of uh, when you hit a sanity point, you'll develop stuff like that when you hit a breaking point um, and whatnot. And then lastly, um, let's take a step back here and kind of go into the the kind of overall process of what we're kind of going with this season. Um I don't think this is going to be like a t- traditional Delta Green um, game in a sense. Um, I mean, they will be Delta Green agents. They will be part of a team. But uh, I had the idea for the game that we're going to be running, the, the mission that we're going to start off with, that um, everybody here would already be a pre-existing team. And then one of the players would be like the new guy replacing somebody who is the catalyst for our adventure. Um, so for those who at home, we are going to be playing the music from a darkened room, uh, the scenario, um, it will be, I would, I'm going to say decently modified. I'm not going to say it's heavily modified. Like for instance, we're not going to take place in New Jersey. We're going to take place in Ellensburg, Washington, cause we all are from Washington state and it just seemed funner to set it in some place that we all had a reference for instead of New Jersey. Um, and I'll be changing a couple other different things throughout there, but I like the idea of everybody here having a connection to the catalyst for the scenario and somebody new coming in. So at this point, if you would like to have your agent be adapted, you're more than welcome to. So there's kind of different things that characters can do. And this is on page 38 of the book as a kind of a veteran thing to go through. Um, you They're called damaged veterans. So uh, you can become already adapted to... Um, Violence, you can become adapted to helplessness. Uh, there's another way that you can basically have to reduce, uh, you remove one bond from a hard experience. That, I think that's what Or I'm there's thinking. things man was not meant to know, and your agent gains 10% in the unnatural skill and adds 20% to a cult. You reduce their sanity by their power, so you're already at a breaking point, essentially. Uh, and your character gains a new disorder caused by the unnatural. And then we kind of go through that. So if you choose to, you can pick one of those as your agent. Um, the nice thing about being like adapted to violence or helplessness is whenever you take sanity, uh, whenever you have to make a sanity roll for one of those things, uh, if you're adapted to it, I don't believe you take sanity damage from it because like you, you've, you've seen some fucked up shit, if that makes sense. Um, so that is cool. So you just stay adapted, like yes. Wow. But obviously, like you know, if you're if you're going to be adapted to violence, like for instance, the extreme violence one, you add ten percent to your agent's occult skill, reduce their sanity by five, subtract three from their charisma, and each of your bonds, 
and you're, you become adapted to violence. So, they, I mean, there definitely is a big price to pay for it. Um, and so that's just kind of something to think about. Um, and I, I think that's something, if you choose to go that route, I want to know, like, what happened in yeah. your background. Uh, those are all things I think are really cool to uh, go through. So, like, um, yeah, so kind of there are many adaptations of the mind. So, like, kind of with violence, whenever you hit a breaking point, and I think it comes from one of those things, you can gain... Uh, like addiction, depression, like all these certain things that you're trying to fight against that. Um, and so I, maybe that's where, um, yeah, adapted to sanity loss. So people who become hardened to traumatic stimuli, such as one agent fleeing to too many mundane things, uh, adaption to violence and adaption to helplessness occur after an agent has lost sanity from the kind of trauma three times in a row without getting going temporarily insane. Um, and so essentially... Um, yeah. Um, yeah. Each time violence or helplessness reduces your agent's sanity by one or more, mark a box on your cheat. If your agent suffers insanity from violence, all three boxes are marked. Erase all the violence, start again. Um, so I think it just means that uh, you just basically resist sand loss from those instances, but you take pretty heavy toll for doing it. Mm -hmm. So, And there are a couple different ways that you're going to lose sanity from this. There's unnatural from violence. All those kind of things play into how you lose sanity over time. So, um, so if anybody wants to go that route, you're more than welcome to. Uh, I'm I'm not picking the ones that'll give me the adaptations, but I am picking the hard experience. Background. Okay, cool. So uh, I will lose Giggity. a bond and re remove five sanity already. Okay, what's your breaking point? Uh, my breaking. So my now my current sanity is at sixty. And my breaking point is 52. Ooh, starting off juicy close. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So if you were to take things that man was not meant to know and reduce your sanity, your is it just reducing your current sanity? Yeah. By your power? So, so uh, you're already starting off with the very next instance of sanity loss. No, you're no, at a breaking point. You already at a breaking point. You're at a breaking point. So then what you do. You would reset your breaking point to your next one. Yeah. You were you take so you remove your or you lower your sanity by your Power uh, by your power, mm -hmm. which puts you to breaking point. Give yourself a uh, disorder, and then you have a new breaking point by lowering your sanity by your power your, again. Yep. Yeah, and that's your oh, new breaking point. Yep, that's terrifying. Yeah, it's like <laughs> and, you've and, already seen so much shit that you broke, and uh, that yeah. you pick up from there. Yep. Yeah. Uh, and there are, and you have to pick something from the sanity from the unnatural list. You don't get to pick something from violence. So. Uh, for instance, the things that come from unnatural uh, are, let's just go here, um, get spooky. amnesia, yeah. uh, depersonalization disorder, depression, disassociative identity disorder, fugues, megalomania, paranoia, or sleep disorder. So, yeah, I think I want... <laughs> All of those are yikes. Yeah. <laughs> My character's agent name is Jim Duffy. Jim Duffy. And I think... Agent Duffy has night terrors. Okay. I think he maybe has even pissed the bed. I like, so we can go with that. So just so you're aware of sleep disorders, every time your agent tries to sleep, you need to make a sand test. If you fail, he wakes repeatedly in terror and loses the possibility of resting or regaining any willpower points for 24 hours. Ooh. So I just want to make sure that you are fully aware. I love the idea. I'm here for it. But uh, high risk, high reward. Yeah, I think I'm really hamstringing myself by making a 55 year old retiree with night tears. But you know all about that occult. But that, yeah. yeah. But, but I think I'm going to do it. Okay, oh, cool. Oh, there we go. <laughs> I love it. Uh, yeah. So we'll get into that at uh, when it, when we get our first sleepy time. Jim Duffy is hard boiled at this point. <laughs> yeah, dude. Jim Duffy really doesn't fuck around. <laughs> Well, I mean that fits though with what your it feeds right into what your your character yeah. was talking about. Yeah. You know? yeah. yeah. So uh, I look forward to seeing what what broke him. Um, okay, is there anything? Everybody got everything they need. Yeah, I got my stats. I don't have like my armor and guns. And I don't worry about. Well, yeah, we'll do that later. Oh, cool. yeah. uh, the kind of last things. Oh uh, yeah, the last things you're going to do is the uh, just kind of pick out what your character would have uh, like weapon wise, that kind of thing. I don't know if your character would necessarily always have armor on them, but there is like, they typically have it in a car. It's not like D and D where you walk around with a bulletproof vest on all the time. Yeah. So well, what kind of bulletproof vest? Yeah. Uh, Kevlar plus what one if, Kevlar. Uh, Dragon mail. What if my character runs a gun shop? Uh, depends on where he is at. If he feels it's necessary to wear that. Okay. I'll think so. about that. 
I don't think he would wear it in public unless I'm cool with you saying he wears it in public if you make him like a QAnon nutbag. Yeah, where he's afraid that somebody's going to fucking kill him at all times. I don't know how crazy I want to make him, but okay. he's going to be more towards that than not. Okay. Well, this is Delta Green. Everyone's trying to kill us at all times. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I won't go that far, but I, my, my character's definitely developing. My engineer is sort of developing to be this you know, prepared for the apocalypse, like super paranoid. <laughs> nice. Like he, his constitution's really high. And he's, he's in perfect health. He's super fit, but he's just like this super tech. Like he just like went into a bunker and just like worked out and like, like totally techy, just like all these gadgets everywhere. And, he just, <laughs> and that's how I, I imagine that's how I found Delta Green. He's like, he's 80 in Sigint. So he like oh, decrypted wow. some, wow. some like, you know, code and was like, what is this? And I imagine that's how I found it. Yeah. I mean, you could have like concealable Kevlar. Like if you carry like a backpack, we can say it's in there, nah, but nah, I, I don't, I don't know if he would constantly nah, carry nah, it around, nah. but okay. Um, Chris, quick question. That's no. Hot. Oh, yeah, okay, <laughs> push time's over. What's up? Uh, so I've marked down everything that I used from my uh, additional eight twenty percent. Okay. And the four things I get ten percent by picking the uh, hard experience. Okay. So I know the base ones were. If I decide, like, I'm gonna look through every all the federal like exact military jobs description they have in the end of the book, rather than just the special operator list. Okay. If I decide one of them fits my character... Yeah, it's fine. You can change. Okay, cool. Yeah. Just, just want to know. Um, yeah, so typically, uh, kind of a house rule I've always done in a game is I give everybody one session with their level to figure out if they like how they've done it, and then they can change it after that, and then that's it till, like, that's it. So if everybody, once we do, like, the first session, and you're like, you know, I didn't really use that skill a whole lot, I might want to put it here. I'm fine with you saying you do that, and then we'll just kind of pick up with that in the second one. I just, I've always felt... Everyone always gets the character idea, and then they start to play and realize some of it doesn't work out. Yeah. So I'm fine saying if you want to switch, like add or take away a skill or two, I'm fine with that. Yeah, um, I'll cool. definitely need to. You tweak don't. It. You have very little health, so I don't worry about that. Um, <laughs> speak for yourself. I'm never gonna die. That's true. Um, yeah. So that's kind of us making characters. Anybody else have any character names besides we got Jim uh, Duffy? I think uh, I got a name. I don't know if I'm going to keep it, but uh, Levi Stafford. Ooh, Ooh that's, that's a good nice. one. That's a good name. Like uh, my character is kind of based off of Clary Starling from Science of the Lambs. So I went with an anagram of Clary Starling, which is Alistair Circling. Uh, people good. call her Al for short, if you you know really know her. And uh, yeah, she's just an FBI trainee. Um, She's she's very well in Silence of the Lambs. Like the whole thing with Kelly Sterling is like um she's small in 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 stature, so she's not like super strong, but she does strive to make her own in like the man's world. So she like you know goes the distance every single time, works out every single time. Uh, just doesn't want to be outstaged just because of her gender, and I use air quotes on that. Um, so uh, so she's uh, I picture her just being like kind of a the 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 brains of uh well i mean there's other brains but like the uh i guess the human emotional side brains of a uh, of the whole there thing there you go yeah, yeah. like Cody's character's really good at computers. You're going to be really good at reading people. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Cody, did you get the name for your character yet, or are you still thinking on it? <laughs> I, I had 10 seconds to think of it. This just came out. I don't know if it's good. We're sticking with it. Word vomit. I just, yeah, looking at the stats, it, it spoke for itself. He's going to be Eustace Finnegan. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. Yeah, dude, Eustace is a good one. Yeah. Uh, and also, if you guys want to have, like, a code name or anything or an alias, you're more than welcome to. So if you want to go by, like... Agent Black or oh, yeah. Agent White. Mm. Just let me know and we'll I'll write it down so <laughs> I know. Jack Duff. Ruby. Jim Duffy <laughs> is what? the alias. So yeah, Jim Duffy. Yeah. That's pretty That's good. not his real name. That's oh fine. yeah. I don't That's know his Delta Green name. I wrote oh, Jimmy okay. Duffy and I like <laughs> you should erase that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's not a Jimmy. <laughs> He's a James. Yeah. He's, yeah, James or Jim. I don't know. I'm just like I was like, this is Jim. I, I thought maybe I was going for Jimmy Buffett, but, mm. but I don't know. Okay. Uh, I probably should also talk about uh, this game's going to have a lot of a lot of fucked up shit in it, uh, like trigger warning level stuff. Um, and I guess right now it'd probably be a good idea to go over. Um, are there any like let's not go there places with you guys? And uh, in certain games, there is a. Uh, this theory called like X card or um, veils and kind of thing where like mm -hmm. you basically just like, Hey man, I don't want animals to die. I can't, I, I don't like it. So don't let animals die in your game. And so as a GM, I know, okay, I'm going to avoid animals dying 
or at least dying on screen where they see it, like that kind of thing. Um, so is there any places that you guys don't want the story to go? Because I will realistically tell you this story can go in a lot of dark places. Um, and I just want to know off the bat, like, is there anything that anybody's uncomfortable dealing with before we dive into this? I'll say any like sexual violence. Yeah. My, I don't, yeah, I don't, yeah. I don't fuck with that normally, but good yeah, enough. of course. Yeah. yeah. I'm all right. Down. No goes. I'll put down rape. Yeah, that's slash right. sexual violence. Anybody else got anything here that they do not like or don't want to come across when we delve into this? I'll just piggyback off of Jake's right there. Uh, yeah, sure. That that's okay. good. That's all I was gonna say. Too. Okay, cool. <laughs> yeah, as a for me as a GM, I've always found um, romance and stuff like that in games really weird to role play. So like, mm-hmm. I'm fine oh, if yeah. characters want to be like. I'm gonna go find a you know somebody and lay down with them. It's like cool, but I'm not gonna role play. With you. Right. <laughs> role play if you're gonna do anything weird, like describe to me how her bosoms. Yes. Yeah. How is her bosom? Hold me. Like I, like I remember the closest we ever got was uh, there was just I remember there was one thing where uh, like a cleric had gone to ask a prostitute about something and he failed the role and so she didn't give him the information. She's like, well, I'm just gonna kill her. It's like. Why? Like, hold on, time out. Like, yeah, it was a weird thing. But uh, typically, I don't really <laughs> don't want to mess with uh, any sort of sexual stuff, just because yeah. it's uncomfortable for me having to role play with everybody else. That kind of stuff. Now, obviously, you guys are going to have home lives and whatnot, and there will be those kind of role playing sessions at home games. But that's not necessarily going to be just like. I'm not going to bang my wife yeah, in a exactly. In a home venue. I'm not going to like come plow me, big boy. <laughs> yeah. like, that's not, we're not going to go that route. Uh, Why not? <laughs> yeah, Misha and I have been watching this uh, anime called Maiden Abyss, and it has oh. like kids oh that end up God. getting like morphed into different creatures permanently. It's like fucked up. Bro. That was so wild. We are we're like attuned to that. So okay, cool. I, yeah, it's just uh, like I said, this game. There's a lot of like a lot of messed up stuff in this book, and for it all to potentially come to light, I just want to make sure everybody's prepared going into it that there's going to be some pretty yeah, yeah. pretty gnarly stuff. Uh, but I mean, if you've seen a horror movie, it's not going to be. I don't like anything more intense than that. Uh, I don't watch horror sure. movies. Okay, well, the theater. Yeah, of the I've mind. actually never seen a single one. Okay, no. They're pretty good. What's a horror movie? Hmm. Uh, well, it's a movie generally based off of scaring you through jump oh, tactics. Oh, no, not like really. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't want jump scares. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't help you there. Oh, don't make me uh... scared ever. <laughs> <laughs> Life is sunshine and rainbows. Well, that's the uh, last episode of our podcast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> is that what this Short was? Short one and done. We did it, guys. <laughs> All right. Um, yeah, so I guess let's talk about the group dynamic here. Um who wants to be our newcomer to the, the to the crew? Um, do you guys want to have a cell name? Cell so typically it's based off like A through Z. Um, uh, yeah, I but, mean, I mean, if y'all want to be another, you don't have to go by that. So like the Enterprise. So like there's N cell, K cell, uh, that kind of stuff. <laughs> well, N-cell. I'm not an N cell. <laughs> 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 okay, if you didn't say that, I was going. Yeah. Yeah. Thank um, you. I set that up. I was yeah, waiting yeah, for someone okay, to swing. Nice. So <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's no way that wasn't intentional. Uh, you know, uh, so what? Misha, you said you wanted to be. Yeah. Or I'm really maybe okay. Cody wanted to be the newbie because you wanted to be. Uh, yeah, based off that character. Yeah, it makes sense. Like the trainee. Uh, unless you, unless you want. No, no, no. I'm, I'm, uh, I'm. Yeah, Eustace. You know, he's <laughs> new, he's fresh or ish, but he's not new. Gotcha. Yeah, he, he, okay, so this is just a new person to this group. Like, yes. So, Chris, the implication is that we, we're a cell who has theoretically done some missions together. Well, that was going to be my question uh, next was, like, how many missions do you think you guys mm. have recently done with your old teammate versus now? I feel like, like my character's only been on a handful of missions at all. So I want to say, like, two? Like, you guys yeah, have done two, like two missions before? Yeah, and, like, uh, so the way I kind of, like, envisioned... I guess I, I like the name Levi Stafford, so I'm going to keep it. Nice. So he's been on a couple, but he's more of like a muscle of a group. So I don't know if that's something that like nobody else has. And maybe like I'm definitely not the new person, 100%. That's fine. Sure. No, I, I like the idea if Al, it fits with what Misha's going with her character of like she has to prove something. So her being the new person, I, I think that works well for that. Um, okay, so we're going to say you guys have been on two like missions before. Successful, Hello. I take it. Uh, I mean, there's never really a yeah, never successful <laughs> mission. Jake, Jake, you said your character uh, 
were you going to take the uh, veteran, the, 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 the hit? Yeah, I took the things man was not meant yeah. to know. So in your, so you said you only got on three missions. So on one of those three, you already encountered something of that severe? Yeah, well, one of the two, the other fucking guy killed himself. Darn. Okay, cool. Yeah, so I, love, sure. I love I'm the sure. idea of, like, maybe it's the last one, no matter what. Like, maybe this is a new thing for your character with these night terrors. Like, whatever happened on your guys' last mission was so bad that, like, Damn. you this has happened to you, and then, like, one of your guys just went AWOL, and I like, yeah, so. Awesome. Tight. Uh, so we don't know if the last mission was a success or was a failure, but something big happened. And I think that's something cool to hang over the, kind of, the podcast. Okay, then maybe my character has gone on, maybe Eustace has gone on more. Because I was going to say, I, I was going to think about being new too, but maybe maybe I've gone on like 10 and I've just gotten lucky. And I'm like, maybe I'm overconfident. I'm like, oh yeah, I know what I'm doing. I'm like, this is no problem. Uh, but then shit's going to hit the fan. He's going to quickly find out that his yeah. confidence is uh, and hubris. Is I think, I mean, I, I don't know if there's like concrete cells. I think they call who's ever the most available, but I kind of had the idea that Maybe you guys are the ones they call like for certain areas. So if like there's something going on in like the Pacific Northwest, you're typically their like first go to team. And if one of you can't, they'll swap out somebody else. That was kind of my Makes idea sense. here. Um, cool. All right, I like it. Um, so for your characters, obviously, you don't have to have them be in the Pacific Northwest area. They probably would help the storyline if they were from kind of the West Coast, but they can be from anywhere. Uh, it just to me it would make sense if Delta Green would like call people in the area. Oh um, yeah, they usually need to respond. Yeah. Like that. So, uh, but we'll go over that. Just kind of think of that for your character. Like, where are they currently living? Where are they currently at when we start the, the when you get the get the ring, get the call. Mm-hmm. Um, other than that, I think that's kind of everything I wanted to cover for like a, a oh, session zero. Shit. I want to make sure everybody's cool on the same page with what spoopy shit's going to happen. Make some characters. Go over kind of a background, get a nice kind of a, a setup for what you guys are going to be going through. So we know that you three of you know each other. You all have connections to this dead agent. Um, and then the new person coming in will kind of you all have to figure this out. and We'll see. Um, yeah. So I think that's really all we, we need for now. Um, I don't know if we've said this already. Maybe we haven't. I just don't remember. But none of we all have full time jobs. None of us are. Improvisers, none of no. us are no, voice yeah. actors or comedians. Like I said, or, cringe. Our, uh, I'm a bit of a clown, but that's our it. goal here was to kind of. I love our table dynamic. I think we have a really mm-hmm. good table dynamic, um, and I felt like it would be us recording it and putting it out there would probably be a fun thing for others to listen to because we. I, I feel like we have a good dynamic. I feel like everybody here is fun to play with. Uh, I think this is going to be a system that's going to stretch all of our abilities and kind of put us yeah. and test us when it comes to doing this stuff. But I just, I have a lot of fun playing with you guys oh, and yeah. I hope that oh, yeah. our fun playing with each other in a non-sexual way <laughs> translates well through this. Two as fun as it is in a sexual way. <laughs> I said that was a hard no. <laughs> That's why I had to clarify. Because <laughs> when you throw that out there, someone's going to swing. So um, again, no, that kind of went with all the other stuff. No, I just, uh, my goal here is for us to rep, like present a real, what a real actual game would feel like. Um, I, I will say I'm probably going to do a lot more editing. Like I, I've written some spoopy music for the background and stuff like that. And I'm going to do some effects on stuff, but I really want this game to feel like you're sitting around with friends playing. Um, Except we're not your fucking friends. <laughs> <laughs> we never will be. <laughs> that's not true. I'm a pretty likable guy. Uh, yeah. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> um, yeah. So I think. Thanks for sticking around to the end. I'm assuming you don't know how to play Delta Green or you're just going to listen to all of this and want to hear me keep talking. Either way, cool. Glad to have you here. Delta Green is a D100 system. So in your typical seven-sided dice set you get, you'll have a dice that has 10 through 0, 0 on it. And then you'll have another one that has 1 through 0 on it. Those are your D100. That's the 10 through 0, 0. And then the D10 is the 1 through 0 or 10. You're going to roll those guys together. Your number that has the 2 on it, so the 10, 20, 30, 40, 50, 60, 70, 80, 90, 0, 0, is considered your uh, kind of your 10 spot. And then your other dice, the 1 through 0, is considered your 1 spot. You'll combine them together to get whatever your roll is. So let's say you roll a 60 and a 3, that means you rolled a 63. 
So six zero and a three. The three replaces the zero. There you go. You got your st- you got your roll. The goal in Delta Green is to roll under whatever your stat is in a in a particular skill. So if you have a fifty three in one of your skills and you roll a sixty three, you failed. If you roll fifty three, you succeed. So you want to roll your skill or under. That's the basic premise of the system. In Delta Green, there are crits. So anytime that you roll the same number and you are below your skill, that's considered a crit. So again, let's go back to your your skill being 53. That means if you roll an 11, 22, 33, or 44, you crit succeed. A 001 is also considered a critical success. If you roll a 000, that's 100, that's always a critical fail. So that's kind of how to recognize all that. Critical failures are the exact same thing as a critical success, but over your skill. So again, let's say you still have that skill of 53. So a 66, a 77, an 88, and a 99, those are all critical failures. That's how the system kind of balances this out. The thing I love the most about Delta Green is that if your skill level is high enough, as a handler, I can just give you the information. You don't need to roll. It's assumed that your character is smart enough that they'll just figure it out. And I love that because it cuts down on uncertainty. There are certain scenes where it's pretty easy information for them to find. I would probably give it to them, but knowing they have a 60, fuck yeah, let's just go ahead and give it to them. I will sometimes allow characters to still roll to see if they get a crit so they can get extra information, but it just kind of depends on the situation. But yeah, skills are the backbone of this game. You still have your stats, which we kind of went over and we talked about, and you use those if you don't really have a specific skill that you want to use it against. If you're trying to break down a door, it's just going to be strength times five. There's no, you know, breakdown door skill. It's a pretty simple system once you start getting into it. The kind of, the part that kind of was going to confuse people a lot is probably going to be combat. In your typical RPG games, especially coming from like, let's say the D&D world, you always are going to have your standard, your move, and your minor action or, you know, uh, some variation of that. Um, Pathfinder 2E has the three-action economy. Most games give you some sort of a main action, some sort of a movement-type action, and then kind of a ancillary minor action to do. In Delta Green, you have one action per round. You pull your gun out, that's all you're doing that round. You're going to shoot somebody, that's all you're doing that round. You can move up to a certain amount of feet. I believe if you're, like, you, know, you can move to, like, 20 yards, or I, I forget the exact amount, but there is some leeway there. But for the most part, that's you only get one action. And if you shot at somebody this round, you don't get to defend yourself this round because your action was shooting. If you're going to swing a baseball bat at somebody, you don't get to defend yourself when the monster swings back at you or the enemy swings back at you. So that's kind of a cool little feature to this. I think speeds things up. Typically, initiative is based upon whoever has the highest uh, dexterity score. That person goes first, and you just go down the line. If people are tied, that means they go at the same time. So their actions happen simultaneously within the action, so that can get a little bit convoluted at points. But we'll see. I don't think this first session is going to, or not first session, but first story is going to have a whole ton of action, but I don't know where they're going to go. They could end up being murder hobos and just trying to murk a bunch of people. We'll see. There are your basic penalties as well within the system. You could use them as like a negative 20 to negative 40. Uh, same with if you give a bonus, it'd be a plus 20 to the plus 40. It just really depends on the situation and the role. And you feel free as a handler to apply them as needed. And yeah, there are luck rolls in this game. You'll hear me do throughout the time where you just straight up roll a 50% chance. And if it's above 51 or above, you don't get it. If it's 50 or under, you succeed on it. Pretty awesome. Um uh, I love that mechanic as well. So it's easier for me as a GM if they say do something I'm not ready for, then I'll just do a luck roll and we'll we'll roll with it from there. There's also opposed tests. And this is where it gets kind of confusing for a lot of people that I've run into as I've run this game for maybe two or three groups now. When you're doing an opposed check, you both are going to roll to see who succeeds. You know, you're going to roll your skill. They're going to roll their skill. And... If you succeed and your opponent succeeds, it's whoever rolls higher, uh, or like obviously a critical success automatically will trump 
whatever's going on. Otherwise, whoever rolls higher in their success is going uh, is the one who wins. So if you're going against an enemy that has an 80 strength and they roll a 63 and your strength was a 40 and you rolled a 33, that monster's going to win because it has a higher bonus. But if you succeed and they fail, you win. If you both fail, then nothing happens. It just kind of is a stalemate. Um, you could also kind of go with or whoever rolls lower succeeds and the other fails, that's just kind of up to the handler. Um, I'd never really had to run into that choice yet, so that's kind of the nice thing there. Um, other than that, there's a lot of different things that happen within this game that are just kind of we go as we go, but that's the basics of the system. I think that's enough to get you into this first arc of the campaign. Let's just say that. There is going to be some defense rules that you can do in combat. When we get to situations like that, I will explain the rules as we kind of get into it. Uh, this game is extremely deadly too, as I've mentioned. Like, if you get the one or two hit points, you pass out unconscious. If you get to zero hit points, you are permanently dead. And so yeah, if you have any other questions, just hit us up. I'll be more than happy to explain it to you. But we hope you guys enjoy what we have coming and... See ya in episode one.